I'm getting tired of people, you know, standing up for what they believe in on Facebook, but not actually standing at all, ever. Mm -hmm. And it's cool, like, okay, go protest. Like that, that's fantastic, but that's also not doing anything either because a real protest to things like this, things that we don't like, means not giving them energy anymore. If we don't like the policing system, then we need to stop giving to the policing system. If we don't like the politics, then we need to stop giving to the politics. If we don't like gas prices, then we need to stop using fucking gas. This is our take two here, coming live from Los Angeles, the Creative Hills podcast. I'm Anthony Brandon, and today, for the second time, <laughs> my amazing guest over here, Brianna Florian. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you know, yesterday before we started recording, I said take two, and then I like caught myself. I was like, that's weird. It's not. This is the first take. Welcome to take two. <laughs> here we are. But now we're here, and now we, we can kind of wrap it up a little bit quicker than we did yesterday, so... First off, off the bat, I want to thank you. Uh, it's been four years since I've met you now. I remember a long time ago, you invited me to do a freestyle rap video like four years ago, 2016. Yeah. And now uh, from there to here, it's been an evolution and we're still <laughs> growing every day. We're not, not necessarily freestyle rapping anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and our, our hair continues to change throughout the years. Your hair has changed completely. You have... Yeah, it's grown. That's years of growing now. Yeah. I mean, and cutting all at the same time. You want to go back to that same 2016 haircut of yeah, you know, no I think, hair. I think about shaving it off all the time and like, like getting rid of that, um, that like pretty girl privilege. The pretty girl privilege that everyone thinks, oh, you get that because you're a pretty girl, or you're able to get in for free or get free drinks because you're a pretty girl and I just, I don't agree. I, there are definitely ways to get whatever you want without um, being attractive. And yeah. although we pretend like this world revolves around looks, it really does not. And that's, you know, that's something that I like to, to prove to myself, one, but also show other people as well. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's hard work that gets you places. And it's also yourself as a person, you being you and not just the outer outer source absolutely like energy exchange is such a big thing and it's i mean it's more pre more prevalent than um than how we look every single day because we can look any type of way and still not be happy still not be getting what we want true i agree with that and also you're one of the early people that put me onto spirituality the whole concept of improving yourself not just in a physical way or not just I don't know. It kind of goes hand in hand. I feel like spirituality mixes with your everyday life and whether you believe it or not, it's something that's still there. It still exists. And uh, if you want to talk a little bit more about your take on person on spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of different avenues, right. Or like sub genres of spirituality and what, interests me the most is the mind, which I believe to be the, the only important avenue of anything that we do in life. And um, as far as spirituality goes, and as far as being in control of our minds, um, and, you know, like, I would say aligning our minds with our hearts, aligning our minds with our energy and our feelings, those, those parts 
are what I choose to be most interested in because I find them to be the most powerful, like the movie Split and how powerful it is that when we when we believe that we can do something or that we can receive something and then we're patient, uh, it always happens, always. And I've, I've had, I mean, numerous, numerous um, experiences and like just outside the window, there's like a van driving by that says Aladdin. <laughs> also one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and I think sometimes it takes a while to realize things happening before us. Like I remember when I was a lot younger, there were certain things that I wanted or I wished for, I manifested. And little by little, like, before I know it, like, years passed by or moments passed by, and I got exactly that one thing that I wanted so badly. And now that I had it, I didn't necessarily appreciate it that much at the time. And I think a lot of times we kind of forget these things of, like, before you know it, we blink and everything we ever wanted is right there. Some way, some shape, and, somehow. Well, yeah, and even the things that we don't want. Um, and a lot of the times, the things that we don't understand and I've noticed in my own life is if I'm if I'm rejecting something, it's because in the future I'm going to have to receive it. So with me like telling myself what's coming in the future, anything that I'm like, oh no, I'm rejecting that or I'd never do that or this and that, it always happens to me. And it's not necessarily like supposed to be a test or a lesson, but it's more so myself telling myself my future and kind of preparing myself for these things. And so I notice that instead of like saying, oh no, in my mind just saying, Oh shit. It, oh, that's shit. on its way. That's on its way. <laughs> sure. And just like letting go of the outcome, just believing that whatever needs to happen will happen and opening ourselves and allowing ourselves to whatever is in front of us. I think we ask for things and sometimes they manifest themselves and we don't necessarily realize it until later on. Or we're like, Oh, I just, I want more money or I want this. And then an opportunity shows up at our door and we're like, nah, but that's not actually what I meant or blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. It's just like, you never know, like maybe that one weird thing that you don't think is going to get you somewhere, that's what will take you to where you really wanted to go. Oh yeah, they're in it, they're everywhere. Weird things are everywhere. And I mean, speaking of weird things, I guess that's, I guess that's why I started being a toilet philosopher. The number one toilet philosopher in the world. <laughs> maybe the only toilet philosopher <laughs> in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird, right? It was something that was weird and has definitely put me above the above the average with that the whole concept of it is you literally sit on a toilet and talk about different areas of life your thoughts your beliefs and how did that come about yeah, well that came about because one of my one of my neighbors would always facetime me to smoke a cigarette and i was always on the toilet and every time she called I would just bust out telling her whatever I was thinking about. I was reading a lot of books at that time in my life. Um, wasn't really big on social media and definitely just in my own bubble, uh, in the arena, like the mental arena, just blowing my mind constantly with all these thoughts that I, I never knew even existed. I think that's my fav favorite part about thought is that instead of rejecting thought, I choose to accept thought and as a thought that exists. There are so many thoughts that exist that we can tap into and recreate any way we want. We don't have to accept the thought as it is. We can throw other words in there. That's the cool thing about language. It's being able to change it how we want to at all. So yeah, she'd call me and and I turned it into a YouTube segment. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I was like, toilet philosopher. Wow, that sounds like a great YouTube video. And boom, little by little, you planted the seed. You kept going, I think. What you said, you got up to like seven videos until the seventh one hit um, past a million views. Well, the the um, 
No, it was the third, wait, was it the seventh one? Oh, no, it was. I think it was the seventh. The seventh toilet philosophy was the one that hit past a million. Um, and then, you know, it was like slowly climbing up to seven. Now at this point, uh, I think now though, I have four or five different toilet philosophies that are over millions. Was there ever one of them after one or two or three where you were like, all right, maybe a thousand views is cool, but maybe I shouldn't be doing this or all everyone else's negativity kind of came into your head and you were like, eh, maybe I should stop these. Um, not necessarily like toilet philosophy in general. Like I've, I've quit everything that I've done multiple times in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've given up social media more than five times. I've had blogs and websites that I've just completely deleted and erased. I've got up and left jobs, relationships, family, cities. I've done that so many times. Yeah. So um, absolutely, like I've absolutely even hit that recently where I'm like, this is overwhelming and why, the f- and why am I doing this? Um, but it's not necessarily toilet philosophy in general. It's not necessarily the negativity. In fact, usually when people are like hitting me with that negativity, it makes me want to do it more. Mm. Like, oh, you don't like it? Well, <laughs> I've got something to say now. Now that you don't like it, I definitely have something to say. Love shack. Love shack. Baby, love shack. Love shack is a little place. I don't know the words to any songs. But you try. That's the thought. That, that's what matters. It's the thought that counts. You try. <laughs> Just beep, 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 beep. Yeah, so there there was definitely, there's definitely been a lot of like mental challenges as far as um, sitting on a toilet and most of those revolve around uh, my family. And But I've, already, I, I've always pushed my family to the limits and within pushing my family to the limits, it's opened up the doors for for everyone else in my generation, all of my sisters and cousins and whatnot to push their limits as well. And to kind of open up our family to, to the evolution, right? To the hipster ways and whatever else we wanna label ourselves as. But um, yeah, yeah. So Toilet Philosopher, I guess, is my, is my top label as of right now. I think that's great. Like I, I admire you always for being someone that when you want to do something, you do it as long as you're not obviously hurting people. But for the most part, it's like you enjoy doing these things. You have a very like funny, goofy, like pers- <laughs> energetic personality. Yeah. And I really admire the fact that you really give zero fucks. Like as long as you're enjoying yourself, you don't care. You manage to care less about it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. And you know, it all goes back to the mental realm. Like, um, because a lot of times when people give a fuck, they don't, they don't verbally communicate it. Mm. They just think it and they feel it. Yeah. And, um, as an, as an empath and also a telepathic empath, well, I used to, I used to take that all in and then it would like paralyze me, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, it would paralyze me and I would not really be able to function. I looked really awkward, all these things. Now, um, the like art of not giving a fuck has turned into, well, I will hear and feel everything that you're thinking about me. And, and yeah, I'm going to choose if I want to react with that or if I want to interact with it or if I want to ignore it. And those are three like, like very big distinguishes or distinguishments between how I am and how I come across to people because reactions, I mean, those just fly out of me sometimes and I'm like, oh, shit you know I'm not paying enough attention I'm distracted and interacting is more playful and fun and then ignoring is probably the easiest like don't care gonna do gonna do what I want to do anyway yeah 
And I remember myself, looking back at myself four years ago, I was definitely, and I'm still, sometimes I get closed and I kind of get in my own little bubble, but I definitely got a lot better over the years. But I remember for the first time meeting you and like seeing the way you interacted with people, the way you just went about. And that definitely got me to open up and be like, yo, like, if I want to do this, I'm going to go do that. If I want to fucking dance around crazy in the fucking street or go say hi to that random stranger over there like you can and that's when something beautiful like you said you can go out to any corner and just make friends with anybody because it's like <laughs> yeah. it's really that easy i think a lot of times we kind of down talk ourselves or we complicate things in our head before we even find out what's the reality of things well you know so many things are complicated because of sexual attraction which is another reason why I like cutting my hair is something that i mm-hmm. love to do because this like sexual attraction between men and women which i guess is not just men and women anymore you know i used to be able to say of the opposite sexes and now i can't even say that um so now it's even more complicated yeah. than what it was before right yeah. um so now just sexual attraction in general fucking complicates everything like when you're around people and the first thought is like is this person a prospect you know, is this person somebody that I'm going to sleep with? Are we going to make out tonight? Um, are we going to date, get married, have kids? It's like, why, why is that? Why, you know, why do we go into that instinctual survival mode? That's a great question. I think the more I learn about myself and continue to grow, like growing up, I didn't really have a father figure in my life. So I didn't really know what was right, what was wrong for a lot of things. And I think I had to kind of learn this whole dating life situation on my own and through that I feel like at one point I kind of had the expectations of like, oh, if you're hanging out with a girl, like you automatically by default have like something has to happen there. In reality, it's like, no, like you can have friends that are girls. You can have friends that are guys. You can have whatever the fuck you want and you don't necessarily have to romanticize everything. Right. I think somehow maybe it's TV, visual media, whatever the fuck. Like, Well, I think what you just said was like actually a perfect example. And yeah. I think it's something that maybe in the American culture we don't recognize as much, but, um, and I did say American culture, it's a thing. Um, <laughs> Um, is not having our parents present. Yeah. Is because we don't have our parents present. I think that's what's pushing us to romanticize things. Mm. I don't, I think, yes, of course, the media and everything else has a giant play in it. But uh, when, when these, you know, as children, when we feel love and we feel it in those moments from our parents and that feeling is so great, we want it all the time. And then we think that that's, that is how it has to come. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's how people grow up is, it, you know, looking for that within other people. And that's like one of the big things in the spiritual community is like love yourself and you are one and da, 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 da. With that, like the spiritual community has definitely opened a lot of doors from going all to these, whether it's Reiki sessions to going to, I remember some outdoor ones we went to in, in Vegas. And those are all amazing of like the energy of like when people just get together and have tried their best to not have any external uh, reasons and just come about as human beings and just share love unconditionally. I think that's one of the, like, the most beautiful things I've honestly experienced where I was like, wow, like I would, I, I really fuck with this. I want to be here more often and just enjoying that journey. Um, for you right now, what are some of the things that you think this generation's kind of struggling with or that you'd like to see improve or, or change? Well, um, first and foremost, I think, the the greatest struggle is is our our lack of action mm-hmm. and that our idea that sharing an article on social media is therefore acting and creating awareness which is really actually not doing anything at all i think that 
I'm getting tired of people, you know, standing up for what they believe in on Facebook, but not actually standing at all, ever. Mm -hmm. And it's cool, like, okay, go protest. Like that, that's fantastic, but that's also not doing anything either because a real protest to things like this, things that we don't like, means not giving them energy anymore. If we don't like the policing system, then we need to stop giving to the policing system. If we don't like the politics, then we need to stop giving to the politics. If we don't like gas prices, then we need to stop using fucking gas. True facts. And that's all, that's all there is to it. And everyone wants to complain and pretend like saying, I don't like something, this is wrong, is going to change it is incredibly, in, like incredibly incorrect to me. Yeah, like definitely. I definitely saw that of like, for example, uh, people hating on the president. They hate on him. They're like, oh, he can't do anything right, blah, 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 blah. But they're just talking about him all day, watching his every move. And I'm just like, yo, like go live your life. Go do something like stop giving energy to it. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, stop giving energy to it. That was my huge thing when we had the um, the no dapple or like any of the the protests for the oil movements. Yeah. Um, because every single one of us is still putting oil in our vehicles and oil yeah. and a lot of other things. So if we really want to make a difference, then we have to actually change our lives. And as far as I'm concerned, ninety nine percent of us are too fucking lazy to do that. Facts. Yeah. Honestly, it's like things that I think people if that are listening right now, I think they. Deep down, they know exactly what the fuck you were trying to say or what we just said. But a lot of them either, one, are getting mad about it right now as, mad, yeah. as they watch it. Or they're like, oh, shit, that might be true. Like, take a second for a lot of things. Be like, is this actually true? Does this just hurt my way of viewing things? And I, I think that's another thing we have to question along the way. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, everything that you said is, I, I can I can get behind that. And uh, right now, with all these movements going on, like... Just take action, initiative, wherever you want to change, whatever you want to do, just What I think personal something. action too, not necessarily trying to talk, don't you, like there's no need to convince everyone of it. If, yeah. if you don't like something, then, then change it for yourself. Yeah, it all starts with us first. Yeah, absolutely. Change the man in the mirror and then your life and everything around you changes. And Facts. then we make these small impacts that are actually much bigger than we'll ever recognize by just changing our energy. By just consciously saying, I don't want to feel like this, I'm going to change it, changes everything around us. I think we look for external solutions and internal problems. Yeah, and and don't realize that that's just creating the loop of chaos. Facts. Up to this moment in your life, what are you the most proud of? Oh, um, I would definitely say I am the most proud of mending my relationship with my mom and how, like, I was... I victimized myself for years and years, most of my life. I'm still young, only 26, right? Um, but I had this like idea that um, my life was terrible because of my mom or this, that, and the other. And then I just eventually shifted my mindset to say like my, my mother is my mother. She did the best that she could. And now I have the opportunity to do the best that I can. And if I want a relationship, then I'm going to have to, to be the daughter that she wants. Now, not necessarily, I'm definitely not following her rule book, um, but I am, I am rooted in what my mom believes a daughter to be, you know, whether it's answering calls or sending her text messages or telling her I love her. Um, those are things that I'm now willing to do. 
Gotcha. I love that. I think those kind of connections are really important. And yeah, it's all about the mindset, the way you view things. I think a lot of times we either play the victim, take things for granted, or just we're all over the place. And a lot of times it takes maturing and growing older and also seeing ourselves in the same positions our parents were to be able to really look at look at their perspective on things as well and be like, okay, like they're just doing them at the end of the day. They're just doing them. Yeah. And it, and it's it's fine to to recognize that our world revolves around us. Yeah. Because it does as individuals, our world revolves around us. But as mature individuals, as conscious individuals, to recognize that my world revolves around me and your world also revolves around you. Now, if I want to make the best out of the two worlds colliding, that that's the most powerful choice that I can make is, mm-hmm. you know, what what is the best of those two worlds colliding? Yeah, good point. So I want to talk about how your books and how you're also an author. You've published so far. You, you have your book, Duel, that's out now. You can go get that. It's on Amazon right now. You can now. go get that on Amazon. And But aside from that, you said you want to put out two more books. Yeah, I've got two books that I want to publish myself. So I've branded Who's Thought Anyway, um, all because of telepathy, right? All because of these thoughts that we're all constantly having are um, coming from all different places in, in the world. Even your roommate today saying like, oh, I'm just a body in the, the, my mind. I, I don't like that guy. You know, and it's funny because a lot of people say stuff like that. Yeah. They might not even recognize it. You know, they might not know what they're saying. So I wanted to brand who's thought anyway, also to like pull it from like a narcissistic Brie Brie Fresh, right? That's who I am. Mm-hmm. And to pull it from why does someone want a shirt that says Brie Brie Fresh on it when they can like, they can rock a brand that means something, who's thought anyway. Yeah. Um, and so with that, I've got two other books uh, that are going to be coming out. One that kind of goes hand in hand with Duel. It's kind of like the Dear Diary of my poetry book. Um, it's like the the words in between the lines of duel is what unbecoming is. And then tales of connection, just little snippets of, of random moments in my life that if, that if I've experienced telepathy or connection or coincidence or a synchronicity that were just like quick mind blowing and show other people that these little things, if you pay attention to these little things, they happen more and more and more. I love that. Um, I, for everybody watching right now, that's like a young creator or somebody in the room, like aspiring to be something, somebody spiritual, maybe not spiritual. What, what kind of advice would you give them on this human journey of that we're experiencing? Um, well, definitely for anyone aspiring to be anything, I say to just go do it. You know, now I don't always suggest like giant, uh, I don't suggest giant physical changes yeah. um, because those can be a lot more stressful. Um, but if there's something that, that somebody's feeling that to try it, there's so many things that I've tried that I stopped doing and then recognized, well, it wasn't even my thought anyway. Um, just to get out there, get out there and give it a try. And it doesn't have to be perfect. The setup or the aesthetic doesn't have to be figured out right away. Uh, it, it doesn't have to, you know, be color coded and, or black and white, just doing something and then letting yourself know, like I did it cause I felt like it. 
Yeah, I think nowadays um, it's easy to wait or make excuses and wait till the perfect moment to have everything figured out. But reality is like with this, like I'm still figuring shit out. Like every week I'm having a little bit of a different camera angle or figuring something out and different branding, different perspective. And that's just the evolution of like I'm 13 episodes in right now, which isn't a lot, but it's just like it's 13 more than what most people have. So it's like just little by little, take it one step at a time if you can't go full all in and just uh just know progress will be made along the way it's like it's at the end of the day life is a marathon it's like you never know when you'll go but while we're here we have the time to there's so much bullshit we waste our time on so it's like if you really genuinely take time to do something that can do something for you or that you genuinely enjoy go do it like but yeah and we we waste most of our time thinking about things instead of just doing them yeah we by the time we think about whether or not we did something we could have already done it we, we could have done it four or five times over. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? I think that self-doubt is really what keeps us from going somewhere. Like, I had a friend the other day, just like yesterday, I think, he texted me, oh, like, I'm thinking about moving to New York or blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, but well, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, I feel like I had the same train of thought before moving to L.A. And I was like, oh, like, what if this goes wrong or blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, I think deep down for those kind of thoughts, we know the answers to them. We just reach out to other people and search for validation of you're doing the right thing. When in reality, we know deep down the hard choice that we have to make. Yeah, we de- I mean, we wouldn't have that thought if it wasn't possible for us. Yeah. And that's something else that I want people to consider in the mental realm is that you're never going to have a thought that doesn't belong to you. Yeah. And even though it's coming from somewhere else, it still belongs in your realm. There are zillions of thoughts floating around in this reality and you better believe that you're only hearing maybe a thousand of them. So those are yours. Do something with them. There is no reason to question or doubt something that says get up and do it, especially because that the power in faith is also one of the greatest powers that there is in this reality. To get up and go do something, it is, that's it. Instead of arguing with it, and people argue with themselves all the time, and that's what slows them down. Well, no, I shouldn't because j- just say yes. Just be a yes man like that Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, another thing is like I really want to encourage everybody to just go for it. Like I think I, I'm still learning to explore the outside and uh, the unknown better yet. Explore the unknown and dive and dive in. Get my feet wet. I'm still learning myself. But as the more I get older, the more I progress, the more I do things with my life, the more I realize take those risks, go fucking go on whatever journey your heart desires. If you see someone you're attracted to, if you see someone that looks like they could be a cool friend, like go talk to them. Like you never know what will make a difference. And like literally one interaction can change your entire life for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. There you go. So go shoot your shots, go slide into DMs, go, uh, Go, go do whatever the fuck you want. And definitely don't shame yourself because I think that's what stops people from doing things mm-hmm. is the shame and the guilt um, that, they, <laughs> that they present to themselves in their minds. I mean, that stops me all the time. It's like, oh, well, then d- why? You know, why not? At least I can say I tried. Well, the, oh, like I True. said yesterday, too, the door's open. There's no reason not to open the door. And, and once the door's open, why close it? And, def- and why lock it? Like, why lock the door? You never know. You never know when someone's just going to walk right in the house and you're going to be like, oh, hey. Can't tell you how many times I just walked into random parties and I'm still great friends with those people because they're like, where in the F did you come from? I said, I don't really know. I just followed a bunch of cars. <laughs> Here I am. That's true. No, honestly, like you never know what life will take you and just fucking enjoy the journey. Enjoy the route. Just enjoy. 
and make the most po- possible out of out of this whole experience. Um, is there what's one truth like out of everything you know in life? If there's only one thing that you could say is true, is your truth, what would you what would you make that truth be? Um. Well, the only truth is my that is my truth is that I'm addicted to thought, and that thought is not only my my addiction and my kryptonite, but my best friend. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here without thought. Love that. Who's thought anyway, right? Absolutely. Love that. But <laughs> for everybody watching, thank you guys. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, to the Creative Hills. More videos on the way with a bunch of cool creatives. And uh, go subscribe to my friend over here, my friend Bree. Yeah. Plug you, yourself. You can find me on pretty much every social media outlet um, under Bree Bree Fresh or Brianna Florian. Or if you start searching Toilet Philosophy, you'll find me too. There you go. And you can find her on Patreon as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. My Patreon. That's that's more of a fetish community thing. So if, you know, you, you really like what happens on the toilet, you can find me on Patreon. There you go. <laughs> Any, any last words for everybody watching? Um, well, I guess the same thing I said last time is to keep up with you because, I mean, you have evolved so much and you're still so young and came out here to L.A. and you're like, hell yeah, I'm taking it on. So I think for anyone to just keep up with you because you, you definitely go with the flow and, and you've got such a good heart and you're, you're a great person to have around. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. But thank you guys for watching and until next time. Later, Gators. See ya. <laughs>